Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the astrologer Bill Atride radio show. I'm Bill Atride, and today is, I think it's the seventh show in 2020, and I'm going to continue what I was doing last week, which is more of a, a general overview of the conditions of Pluto and what's been happening in the world around us over this long period since Pluto's been in Capricorn again since 2008. But getting a little more specific now and turning to questions about uh, the USA and Pluto in the USA chart and, and where it's moving now in the USA chart and what that might indicate for our particular time right now, though many of these things, of course, could be generalized out to the entire planet, of course, in terms of what we're going through. Um, and, of course, uh, I'll talk about this for a little bit and then I'll open up the airwaves uh, could give you all a chance to come in with questions or thoughts for me. It may be about this topic, and we could certainly take up a specific question on the topic. Or if you're calling about yourself, that's fine. Uh, in either case, just first give me your name. Uh, first name is fine. And then, of course, uh, your question. And if it's about your own chart, which you may want to talk about, I would ask that you certainly at least give me your date of birth and place of birth, if that's all you have. And of course, if you have the time of birth as well, then I can be more specific in answering that question. Um, and certainly feel free, as many of you do, to write me before a session like this and uh, ask a question or give me information so I'm ready and hopefully can get to you, as well as suggesting a topic for the future, though I'm sure many of the topics will be in this general area for some time to come, but we certainly want to look at other things too. Um, and of course, you can always reach me through my email. It's Bill Atride. That's B I L L A T T R I D E at gmail.com. You can also find my phone number to reach me on probably my Facebook and probably the blog sites. I'm sure it's scattered throughout all these different platforms, and you could find me and give me a call. And I, I do answer the phone. <laughs> Sometimes it goes to voicemail because I'm busy. But certainly, I'm more than happy to answer questions and certainly do private readings, which is really what I do and have done for over 40 years. So any of you who are interested in getting an update because you've seen me already or getting a reading for the first time, um, that is what I do. And I'd be happy to do that for you. Okay. Um, so let's, let's get into the talk of today because I see there's many of you holding on once again, and I want to get to you as soon as I can, but I also did uh, sort of outline some thoughts here about what I wanted to talk about today. So let's, let's begin with that discussion, which, as I said, is about this cycling of the planet Pluto uh, through the sign of Capricorn. Um, it goes around the solar system in about 245 years, and in Capricorn on a periodic basis. And so if we look at this, I mean, we are going to talk about why this is so, but if we look at Pluto going through Capricorn, um, which is the thing I've been talking about since, since the mid 2000s, and it's here again in 2008, um, it, the last three times it did this, and it's every 245 years, it, it, it has a very elliptical orbit, so it speeds up and slows down, but roughly every 245 years, it moves to the sign of Capricorn, the last two times before this was 1516 to 1532, uh, a very long time ago. And then more recently, 1762 to 1778, that would raise eyebrows. Wow, that's when we were born. And sure enough, USA chart has Pluto in Capricorn, and we're going to talk about that. And then our time right now, Pluto went into Capricorn once again in 2008, lasting till 2024. And I, I sort of, in a shorthand, like to say, looking at this historically, looking at the way we organize our lives, because 
Capricorn is the sign, remember, of institutions, of we take our human needs and how we meet those needs. And rather than just always winging it and being spontaneous, we create systems within a family, certainly, as well as building on that family model in terms of communities and, and larger organizations and companies and regions and nations in the world. We create all these instruments of our own that serve ultimately to meet our needs for one another to one another um, in significant ways. And those systems are amazing and resilient and purposeful and infused with our intelligence and love and can last for a long time. But this is the nature of the world we're in. Nothing lasts forever. Things will eventually fall apart and need to be remade and redone. And that's what we're encountering when Pluto goes through Capricorn the institutions we have created are now failing us. And whether it's the individuals in the institutions have also dropped the ball or aren't of the caliber we need them to be as, and under, not understanding their mission and how to carry it out, or very much the institution itself has been falling apart, but equally because the system it's serving and the needs that are evolving and changing and how we meet our needs and deal with the changing world have gone out of phase with the institutions or they have gone out of phase with it, so it no longer solves the problem. Um, so I made this shorthand analogy that in the 1500s we moved from, and looking at Europe only, but it's true in many places in the world, but it's increasingly becoming more true universally um, as we go to a one kind of world in our connectivity. We went from feudalism to monarchies and, and the breaking down of a feudal order, the rise of monarchies, flashing forward to the 1760s and of course then it's the fall of the monarchies and the rise of parliamentary democracies and of course that's what's falling now it's all coming undone and and so in each of these periods not only did the political and cultural economic and other systems become transformed because they had to be to meet the changing way we understand and meet our needs but it also led or required or really made a new kind of human person. The, the persons, the humans in the 1500s would not be like you and I. And the people of the 1700s, though more like you and I, would still not be you and I driven by the same visions and goals and dreams and notions of what it meant to be human. Yes, there are many things that carry forward and would be understandable, but truly a different kind of character and person was evident then. And we are going through our own change now is what this says, um, and a big one. Um, so a new kind of person emerges in each era, a new kind of human type, you could argue. And so in each period, the very, what has happened is the very solutions that were meeting human needs that were formed in that period, those ways of being become the very limit or obstacle that causes the system to fail. And so it must make way for the next order in realms spiritual and mental, emotional and physical. So why Pluto? Well, Pluto is the will, or it's the avatar of the will, I like to say. It's the third aspect of the divine, which is held as a triad in the three outer planets of Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. Now, of course, they're just timekeepers and placeholders and avatars of this. This is universal energy. So this triad of spirit is formed by, in this context of Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, forming us into ever freer minds, ever deeper unconditional love, and ever more truly centered wills. And that's the third aspect, Pluto, the will. And it is by the will or by Pluto that each entity, and here we're talking about humans, but each entity is formed into its own sacred space. 
And for us humans, that is something we have become now self-aware of and even more conscious about, about our spaces. Pluto, as the avatar of the will, rules the processes of transformation, of spirit moving from one form or manifestation to another, which are those most wonderful and magical and mysterious processes and of, pro- of processions, processes of processions and progressions that we see in so many realms, in all the realms, but most intimately for us, we experience this process as the mystery and joy and the awe-filled challenge of birth, death, and rebirth. It is through combination that really and truly creation exists and unfolds. From the one emerges the many, developing from what are the infinitesimals, I like to say, the monads of spirit, the, the core, the spark of the divine at the core of everything, which combine to form, as we call them and know them, atoms, which combine to form molecules and into various substances and into organisms, eventually leading up to the planets and stars and galaxies. All of creation exists because of what is fundamentally known scientifically as chemistry, but is known in the ancient wisdom as alchemy. Pluto in the USA chart and its opposition to Mercury. This is the key. We're looking at the USA now, and we are a country born with Pluto, and its most important relationship is to Mercury. And what's happening this year, 2020, it was building in 2019, but this year, 2020, and into 2021, and, and, and we are having the planet Pluto go over Mercury, and then over our own Pluto. Um, And I'll talk about when this has happened before in various ways. But this is the big one because it's our Pluto return. Um, And so it sort of stands apart from the other times it's made similar contacts, strong contacts to Pluto and to Mercury. So Pluto's in the second house and Mercury's in the eighth house. The second house of a chart is the inherent value of that being, which indicates for us as a country, that the USA's value or strength is rooted in the ability we have, which all beings have and all creatures, but we especially as a nation have made as a forefront of our value to combine and transform values, to remake and renew and restore and rebuild. Pluto is the USA's rising planet. It leads us through life which truly makes the USA an alchemical nation. What is the value, the true value of the USA? And I would argue really of any human group, it is the value of its people. It is their physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual development and their resulting capability, each of us, to be alchemists, to live and love, to live and work in combination with one another. And it is by this, this forge of union, this alchemical space of combination, that we elicit our own growth individually and for one another. This is how spirit grows. It is how we make possible our growth, and it is how we ceaselessly are changing one another and our world. Now, Mercury is in the opposite house in the USA chart. It's Pluto's in Capricorn, Mercury's in Cancer, we are a Cancer nation, and the USA is therefore, with the Mercury in the eighth house, is a, it's a country driven to probe beneath surface appearances. 
as Pluto rules the sign of Scorpio and Mercury is in the eighth house, like the eighth sign of Scorpio, this is the house that deals with going deeper than any place else to discover and to connect and thrive through transformational networks such as is manifested in our transportation, communications, and research efforts. The eighth house is the realm of unions. It is the very space of alchemy. So both the Pluto and the second house of the USA chart, and with Mercury, the ruler of thought and education and commerce in the eighth house of joint endeavors, the USA will always reveal its strengths, its spiritual strength, in the magic and mystery of alchemy, the power of combinations. And we saw this in the beginning. We came together as people who had separated ourselves from other times and places and cultures and tried to make a new world here, choosing to work together, volunteering to help one another, raising barns together in so many other ways, helping one another, and reaching out to one another to form these combinations, which elicited our great growth. Breaking form, free of former boundaries and prejudices and limitations we changed ourselves in the world. For the USA, our true value, our, true, our real strength, and our most essential truth is most perfectly reflected by our national motto. Those, those founders knew what they were doing. They were, they were wise men and they were wise women who understood what they were about. And so what they inscribed on the seal of the United States was our motto, E Pluribus Unum. Out of many, one. This opposition of Mercury to Pluto, the very aspect that is being activated right now by Pluto going over Mercury and then over Pluto, can in its most positive manifestations lead to a mind or consciousness that is more able to probe beyond the limits heretofore accepted. And so the light of awareness is drawn to go ever deeper and attempt to discern the noumena behind the apparent phenomena of the world. It is one of the instruments that steers all who have this to constantly strive to follow the path of truth. However, Pluto ruling the will requires a person having exercised that will in terms of self-mastery. But when Pluto is developed or exercised without a truly centered will, it can often lead to a very dark place and create an energy form that becomes driven by fear by shadows and destructiveness. And that mind, or those minds grabbed by this form, become obsessive and controlling in their thought. It creates divisions and self-blinding and the loss of judgment and reason, and it can only result in a descent ultimately into madness. Either you're in control or you're out of control. And this is the key for everything, but especially when it comes to controlling our minds. And that's part of the test we're all undergoing right now here faced with such great pressures in our lives personally and regionally and globally, we have to keep our minds centered and calm, even in the face of, of the greatest of fears. Because if we don't do that, we will not be able to find a way through. The historical alignments of Pluto with Mercury and, 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 and Pluto to itself are kind of interesting. The last two times before now, was 1933 to 37. I wrote about this in my forecast for last year because it was building in, and you could read about it there. Um, so from 33 to 37, Pluto conjuncted Mercury and was opposite Pluto. 
And then, and that was when we went through a great crisis in America and changed fundamentally the way we organized our work and commerce, our value and how we treat one another in terms of value and producers of values. That was the New Deal. That was FDR and set in motion a kind of economy and culture from the late 30s, early 40s, all the way up to the end of the 70s. But of course, it began to become undone and not work so well, given certain choices that were made uh, in the 60s and 70s, that things were falling apart. And so there was a calling to shift or change that way of structuring things. And it wasn't going to say which way it's going to go, but it was time. And that's when Pluto then lined up squaring Pluto and squaring Mercury, which is more of a a clash and a a breaking between one side and another. And that was the Reagan revolution where again, there was a reset of the economic way of life and it affected culture and and everything else Um, that carried us forward to this moment now. And so now we're in the next iteration. Now Pluto is opposite Mercury. It's going to come to conjunct itself. This is a bigger moment, more like the thirties, but perhaps even bigger because this is a Pluto return. Um, and so it's, it's fundamental in terms of a reset. During each of these periods, though, as well as in our own, we have faced a challenge and a choice. And the challenge is always, will we be fearful? Will we divide from one another and lose our greatest value and strength, which is our love for one another? Or will we be inspired by the actions of our heroes and true leaders who call upon us once again and always to help one another, to pull together, to sacrifice for one another, to love one another. This is the only choice before you now. Will you help or will you be the problem? Major crises create a break. And again, it's so I always love talking about how crises, the ideogram for crisis, fun, kind of interesting in, in, in Chinese ideograms are two ideograms. They make up the, the word for crisis. It's danger and opportunity. And I've always been trained to know that, that what that means is that if we face a crisis well, we rise above that dilemma and find a new way. But if we get frozen in fear and fall back, then we fail to rise and we go backwards, basically. So it's a challenge to grow and move to the next level. So major crises create a break between one form of life and another, whether in an individual or a group or a nation, or in our case, really the whole world. And it challenges to break from the old way into another form of life. There is nothing that focuses anyone's mind, let alone a people or nation, or even now today, the entire planet than the one inescapable fact we immortals in mortal frames have to face in this or most any extreme crisis, and that, of course, is the fear of death. Until the vast majority of people know that their children and their companions and loved ones and colleagues, that their friends and even strangers are safe, we are going to remain far away from any sense of normal in our world. The world that was will not be the one we return to. There is no returning. The problem we are now encountering was created by the world we had made. People often ask me what planet or alignment caused this crisis? What indicates COVID-19? And I say, 
nothing in the planets made this. We made this. We have made choices, good and bad, for generations, setting in place a, a certain engine of growth and development that was wondrous and wonderful in terms of what it provided, but it also created great destruction and pollution and disruption to the natural world, which is now also confronting us. So I will always gently remind any questioner that the planets did not cause or create this. The planets can only provide insight with regards to the meaning and the timing of any circumstance. But in our human form world, which this is, the content of what we face now and always will be is ours. We made this world. Again, with all its wonders and its horrors too. The good news there is that then we are the ones who can change it. We made it. We can change it. We have more than enough evidence before us now in our biosphere, in all the realms of life on this planet, that the very ways in which we have been meeting our human needs, whether in terms of power or food or shelter and transportation and all so many other ways, those very systems are now threatening the very complex web in the hierarchy of life on this planet. And so we must understand or remember, because we knew this before, that spiritually and scientifically, all higher life forms depend upon the entire range of life forms below it. And life is leaving the planet now at an increasingly rapid rate. And that only makes our world less bright and beautiful, but it is also a direct threat to our own very lives too. We are going to have to pull together to face and overcome this present crisis. And we will. But those very responses, our amazing creativity, our wondrous inventiveness, our ingenuity, harnessed to and always guided by our compassion and love for one another, will change us. And we will enter into a new world in the months and years to come. People want to know, when is the new world coming? We're making it now, changing before your eyes. There is no going back, but our most important values and qualities will be reaffirmed, secured, and renewed by what we do now. We are going to shine in this moment because we love one another, and we see that love in small and larger acts of sacrifice and saving every day now. We are healing ourselves and our planet. And it is from this that we will be the seed humans for a better world for our children and their children too. Uh, well, there's so much to talk about here. I'm almost about to break into tears myself uh, considering what we're going through, and, but we're all going through it. And I know we're all going to be crying a lot and laughing and sharing and helping one another get through this. And, and that is what we're here for. We're here for one another. I'm, no one is alone. So all of us reach out, connect to one another, reach out, but don't touch. <laughs> it's a strange thing. We humans always hold each other. We, we ache to hold each other. We want to kiss and hold and stroke one another, and we cannot now. And that is our love. 
in that very inaction in that form. But we can do so much for one another, and we are, and we will continue to do so, and we long for that day. We will get to that day when we will not have to pull apart physically, but we can join together and laugh and hold one another. Okay. So I'm going to turn to those of you who've been holding on, and, and again, I'm going to have to call Blog Talk Radio or get on with a helpline here, because once again, like last week, there you all are lined up, and there's no hold time. There's the, the place for hold time, and it's blank. So I don't know how long any of you have been holding on. <laughs> so it sort of, it makes it sort of maybe that the way I'm not going to be judgmental in terms of, oh, the longest one gets the first. I'll just, I'll just do what I can. But I apologize if, if you've been holding on a long time and I didn't get to you and you think I should have. I have no way of knowing, but I will talk with the company that I do this with and see if they can fix this because obviously something's wrong. All right, so let's go with what I think is the longest holding caller here and uh, see what we have. So, hello, you're on with Bill. Who's this? Good afternoon, Bill. This is Deanna, and I want to thank you for coming on air today. Sure. I have a specific question. I was reading something, and it said that tonight, Jupiter, Pluto, and Mars are all in Capricorn, forming a triple trine to Venus in Taurus, and Mm -hmm. that Mercury is moving out of the shadow in Pisces and in square to Gemini Moon. In my regard, my Venus is in Capricorn. My Scorpio... Planets are Pluto and Mars. And I was wondering how this would affect me. I'm still living in a challenging situation, daily challenges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, trying to figure out the way to move forward and hopefully move out of here into a place where I can be content and not attacked. Okay. Well, you, you're, you're right. Those three planets, Mars is going to be leaving Capricorn shortly, but it's, it's still in Capricorn. Jupiter and Pluto there together, uh, forming their conjunction um, and lining up with Venus. Your own Venus, you're right, is in Capricorn, but at the very beginning. So it's not part of this particular pattern per se, but that aspect of Venus up there in Taurus and the planets in Capricorn is linking together your ninth and your sixth houses. And specifically, it's more the, the more significant thing there would be Venus to Jupiter, Jupiter to Venus, because you're almost at a Jupiter return, as you know, Jupiter coming over um, your, your, your Jupiter. Um, and so um, it, it would indicate to me something in regard to um, a, a, a gentle reminder or a comforting notion about um, how we create the right kind of order in our life, a meaningful order in our life as being guided by truth or higher principles or, or meaningfulness, the Venus in the ninth house. So it's a, a love of other cultures and gathering meaning and inspiration from another culture or places or times and that informing or, or, or making clear to oneself, how do I live now in my time, going through this moment in time, basically. Okay. Okay. What about the the moon in Gemini, that opposition? 
Well, it's it's the the moon is in the moon's in Gemini, and that's where you have your moon, and so you're having a lunar return today. And and what's happening in your own chart? What happened really yesterday, the day before, is Mercury squared your moon. So that's that's more indicative right now for yourself in trying to hold together, integrate better what you're feeling and what you're thinking. A Mercury moon square indicates some conflict between what I'm feeling and I can't rationalize or understand that, um, but I need to hold my head and heart together and not split them off. I need to try to keep talking about what I'm feeling so I can find what it is and not deny what I'm feeling or not speak to what I'm feeling. So it's about speech and feeling and keeping the connections uh, held together there. Okay. I met you through Suzanne. About what you're feeling. What? What's that? I met I met you through Suzanne uh, half a year ago in her program, and Uh both you and Suzanne live in the Northeast. And I want to send you lots of good love. Thank you. Yeah, I'm in I'm in Manhattan here, hunkered down, going out once a day for a little walk, but otherwise staying close to home and waiting for the crisis to to mount up to its peak here and then pass hopefully, but um, watching the whole country, watching the whole world and, and waiting for, um, for us to, to move on uh, to a better world, as I was saying earlier. Well, thank you, Deanna, and you be well and stay safe, okay? To you, thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, all right, so the next caller I'm here, who's this? Hi, Hello. this is Jean. Hello. Hi. Hi there. Hi there. Hi there. So um, I just wanted to say, I just wanted to say that I really appreciate your time today and your uh, really uh, inspirational words. That's the way I want to put it. And I'm somebody who has studied astrology for 40 years and have waited for the world to take a shift, it seems. I've been holding space. Um, so I resonated with all the, all the words that you shared today and, um, I look forward to the, the new world. Um, me too. We're, yeah, we're united. So in the more, uh, day-to-day, uh, reality, I, uh, was wondering if I give you, should I give you my birthday and you can take a look or how are we doing this today? Sure. If, if you, if you wish, sure. Your name, you said your name is Jean. Is uh, what you said, right? G. G. Just the Just G. Just G. G. Okay. Okay, good. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Okay. And it's fine. And what's your birth date? It's July 10th, 1958. Okay. Do you have your time? Yes. 11:32 a.m. and that would okay. be in New York City. Oh, okay. Are you still in New York or someplace else now? No, California. California. Okay. All right. Well, um, let me see what we have here first. So just to confirm, uh, July 17:58, 11:32 a.m. New York. Um, so as you know, your Cancer with the Leo Moon and Libra rising, right? Right, correct. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what is your question for me today? So my question is, moving forward, you know, I I was laid off uh, just last week. And so moving forward, I feel like I have a real opportunity to step into a fuller expression of myself. And Mm -hmm. 
Um, what do you see in the chart in terms of, I'd like to get your opinion, and in, uh, in terms of actually being, when the right time or the opportunity is presenting themselves for that? Okay. Um, well, I always like to look at things and, and frame it in, in this dual way of the inner life, the outer life, progressions, transits. So right now, as you probably know, your progressed moon is a little more than halfway through its two-year and several-month journey through the sign of Scorpio, which right. pretty much also is the sp- same span of time of your moon progressing through your second house. So the moon going through Scorpio means this is a time, and being a Cancer, you're very affected by the moon. When you're dealing with that, those questions of union and separation and how can I join with others or them join with me or make a better union mm-hmm. happen for me and for others, so it would be looking to combine with somebody else or looking for something to come join me in some endeavor would be behind everything in terms of what you're doing. But the moon in the right. second house also means as I consider what are my strengths and talents and abilities, what are my needs and how can I meet those needs and what are my strengths and how do I use those strengths to create value, receive value, share value, save value, or expend value, all those value questions. Mm-hmm are going through great shifts. And so this is precisely a time where you would shift in terms of how you understand what your strengths are, how you engage them in activities. So it's a time to find new strengths or a new purpose to a strength or retrain yourself and reapply yourself in a different direction. Um, usually people enter that period, which for you began a little over a year ago, year and a half ago, and it's got another year to go where they're in a certain kind of economic life and business and, and, and livelihood. And when they ent- exit that period, which is a year from now, you look back and go, wow, did I change what I know to be my strengths and how I earn my living in this kind of a culture, how I earn a living in this lifetime or create value in this world has totally changed. So it's, it's time for that change. Um, and you're, of course, not alone. Um, and so that, that certainly fits. Um, and then, and then outwardly, of course, um, and that's what the thing is to be adaptable, to be open, to not say, oh, I can't do this, no, I won't do that, whatever it may be, is, no, I've got I've to bend with these winds of change and realize there's always, there's always a need and opportunity to grow, and, and I need to, to flow with that. Um, but, of course, you're also, as you know, uh, very much under the influence of this transit of the planet Pluto, in mm-hmm. your chart as well. As it, as it went over Jupiter last year, it's all going over your sun and your Jupiter this year, um, which just says you are going through one of the biggest transformations of your life ever. Um, and it is all about maintaining self-control and self-determination and finding the right use of my power and connecting to others in a, in a willing way, in a, in a, a proper way that will carry mm-hmm. the day here. Um, because you were born with your son squaring that Jupiter is what that indicates, you may have been encouraged mm-hmm. to take a path in your life that may have not been right for you initially. Okay. It was more a circuitous journey to the self. And this mm-hmm. may be one of those periods where you may have been on the right path, but now you're again being asked to shift or change. And that's true for many people with cancer on the top of their chart like you have it. Um, we often set off in one direction at sometimes I like to say, because if the sun changes direction in cancer, at some point in their life can happen more than once in their life. It's like they take down the flag and they hoist up a new flag to announce a new direction in their life. Um, you're certainly in one of those periods which would afford you that or 
demand that you do that at this time. Um, so you're going through your own personal death and rebirth experience this year. Okay. This, you've never Very gone true. through a change like this. You've never gone through a change like this before. I mean, when you're much younger, when Pluto was in Libra, certainly on your Jupiter and, and squaring your sun, that was also very powerful. Um, but this one, of course, is the one you're in now. So it's, it's, it's the powerful one you're in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. thank you very much. I know there are others uh, on the line. So sure, I appreciate sure. everything you. today. Thank you, Bill. Okay, thank you, G. Thank you. Call again. Okay, mm-hmm. be well. Yes, we'll okay. And, to, and be safe, too. of course. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go to this person. Okay, you're on with Bill, who's calling. Hello? Hi, Bill. Hello? Hello? Hey, can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. Bill? <laughs> yes, I hear you. Can you, you hear me, Bill? I, hear you. I do hear you. Yes. Um, who's this? Sorry, I didn't know if I was the one that was on. Thank you so much, Bill, for taking my calling for the inspiration. Those words were sure. hit home. Thank you. I think you know, but this about my son, he uh, was oh. tested on Friday for oh, yeah. coronavirus. This, 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 we, oh, who who was tested for coronavirus? Oh, Marie, you. Okay, yes. And how are you doing? My son, good. Uh, good. Hanging in there. My son was tested yeah. for coronavirus on Friday. Um, he had other tests done, and they all came back negative, and they think he has it, but we won't know until Monday. It's a 48-hour test. Um, okay. I was just wondering on his chart, um, because he's got a strong Capricorn, uh, his birthday was 2, 5, and 95. Right. I've got – yes, you, you did write to me, okay. and that's always appreciated early, so I did, I did have it loaded here. So, I mean, I Thank could you. pull it in, so I've pulled it in. Um, so you want to know how his chart looks at this time. But, but you're okay. You're, you yourself are okay right now? Um, I have the same thing that he had, but not as strong. I actually was taking um, a lot of vitamins and nutrients and homeopathy stuff uh, a week before, okay. and then I came down with the same exact thing he had, although both of us did not have the fever, but we have everything else. But I, I got right. a little better. Um, I just have very slight of everything, and he progressively got worse, so he couldn't hardly breathe and ended up in the hospital on Friday. So. Um, wow. Okay. But he's on quarantine right now. Okay. Is he is he out of the hospital, or do they keep him there now? Yes, they send him they send him home after eight hours and doing the test. They just told him to stay quarantined until they find out if he does have it or not. And they gave him okay. Um, okay. antibiotics. Okay. Good. Um, well, let's just see. But just looking at his chart first in terms of who he is. Um, Thank you. I mean, I mean, obviously he's. Aquarius um, and his moon's in Taurus. That's fixed energy yep. and a lot of planets, so fixed people are rather strong and, and determined, though they can be stubborn. That can be a problem sometimes. Uh, yeah, that can be troublesome sometimes, but that does give them a strong will, which is essential. Um, he does have Saturn in Pisces, and he has Pisces on his sixth house, and the Pisces is a sign that will the immune system and his test in life would be most likely to be shown in tests of the immune system in his lifetime. doesn't mean he has a bad or good one. It just means things there are more highlighted for him. And why that is maybe more to the point right now for him is his progressed moon has been for the last several years been moving through the sixth house of health and healing. Now it's already left the sign of Pisces, which is, 
making it a little stronger perhaps now that it's in the sign of Aries. He's only got a couple more months before it leaves that sixth house. But I would have said that in this period of his life, um, which would have begun really in 2018 and through 19 and continues until May of 2020, this would be a time when he might go through some form of health challenge or health crises that he would have to you know, take on. Um, it's a time of healing for anyone with the moon in the sixth house. And so it certainly shows up in his chart that he's going through um, a healing process or would need to make uh, avail himself of one at a time like this. Um, let's just see what else is going on here in this chart. Um, luckily, Saturn is not a He got married when? in 2018 and married a Pisces. And the only time he's ever been oh. sick in his life has been the last two years. No, that's, this is when, when the moon goes through your sixth house or Saturn passes through there. Not that it has to be, but it's a time where we would always tell a client to be more careful, to be more watchful. It depends on how you've lived your life and the karma, what you brought in in terms of your physical vehicle. Of course, all these different factors weigh in on this, but it's, for all of us, we have a, a greater tendency to encounter health crises and, and, healing, and, and going through healing when these, this house is activated, among other things indicating that. Um, but luckily, Saturn is not causing extra, any extra special pressure, though he is an Aquarius. He's middle Aquarius, and Saturn won't get there until next year or even at the end of next year. So he's not under pressure from Saturn, which can always, again, diminish the health a little bit. Um, but, but Saturn, having danced into Aquarius now, but it doesn't get very far, um, is, is approaching the contact to his moon. Um, and so that's something that I would be also saying to a person, um, you might be a little more stressed right now, but luckily for him right now, it's not going to get to his moon. Uh, and so he's not into that as, as directly as someone else might be. It still means he needs to talk about this year. The test is to talk about his feelings and to make sure he's meeting the needs of those around himself and asking for the help he needs is part of the lesson of this period, but I don't see that it would uh, would lead to a, 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 a greater stress on his system that could be more uh, more critical in terms of his health. I, I think he's going to be okay. Okay. I believe that too. Just... Okay, good. And I know he's got you there, and you're very, as you know, you're so aware of these laws of health and healing. You're so knowledgeable in terms of. Uh, of, of, of what treatments you can avail yourself of. I'm sure he's getting the best of care from our medical system and from you. Um, so so let just keep keep in touch with me. Get, shoot me an email or, or call me. Let me know how things turn out, okay? I will, and thank you for everything you do. Appreciate it. Okay, thank you, Marie. Okay, thank you. Okay, bye. Okay, let's see. Um, oh, I, I can't tell who I've called on here, so let me call on the next person. This is very frustrating <laughs> for me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> Go. This is Bill. Who's calling? Hi, Bill. This is Jackie. Hello. Jackie. Hi, Bill, Hi Jackie. Jackie. Yes. My birthday is January 5th, 1965. I don't know okay, the exact time second. of birth. Hold on. Hold on, Jackie. So, um, Jackie, and you said January what? Fifth, nineteen sixty-five. Nineteen sixty. So one five sixty-five. You're not sure of the time. Do you know where? Oh, you know where you were born. Where were you born? 
<laughs> London, England. London, okay, because that way, the only reason yeah, I said I've been told, you know. I've been told in the past that I had a Gemini rising because of some okay. things that happened to me when I was young with bone structures and all that injury. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know well, 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 I won't, where to begin. I won't, I won't, I'll just look at the chart that is what we do for when I, with our time of birth is we t- set a chart for noon and we can see roughly where all the most planets don't move much in a day. So we get all the planets in their signs and their relationship to each other. So we get a wealth of information. So that's fine. Um, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I mean, if you had Gemini rising, it means obviously you're born a little before sunset, but we won't go there. We'll just, do this chart for now. What, what's your question for me today? Well, I've been having some issues with some family members for some years now and mm-hmm. challenges with my youngest son that okay. I feel is, con- is karma somewhere involved. Um, okay. I'm just trying to figure out how to move forward and move on and manifest the things that I want for my life. At this point, because I think okay. I've been giving everybody all that I can, but I don't see the result. Well, I mean, you you know that you're a Capricorn, right? And no matter, and that's a sign of responsibility, and 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 being in that hierarchy of life where we're we're looking for help from above, like guidance and help, but we're also taking care of those on our same level, but certainly those beneath us coming up and giving them a helping hand. So Capricorns are always being responsible for and to others, but I always remind them, before you can take care of anything or anyone else, you got to take care of yourself. You have to be responsible, having that ability to respond to your own needs and capabilities, which of course evolve and change over time. But you also have your moon in Aquarius, which means emotionally you're someone who is, gets along with people from all walks of life. Everybody's a brother and sister. You're truly a humanitarian, but you also emotionally have a very strong need to be seen and treated and experienced as an individual to be free to be yourself. So that's fine. And what's happened of late and probably it started in 2018 really and continued in 19 and continues now till the fall of 2020 is your progress moon. That inner measure of time is back in that sign of Aquarius and Aquarius is the sign of freedom the freedom to be myself in this case. And so this is when Jackie needs to say, in all these experiences of the people, do they really see me as I see me? Do they love me for who I am? Can I just be myself around them? Is the thing I need most now. You need your friends. You need your companions. You need those people who think, want and think nothing of you or want nothing from you than for you just to be yourself right now, Jackie. It doesn't make you antisocial. It makes you very social to be with like-minded people who dream like you dream and your dreams can come true through them. And so it's about the freedom to be yourself. That's what you need right now. That's what you must have right now for yourself. And so if you've given your fair measure to those who you could and should, and however it much or was not reciprocated, that's what it is. But for now, what you need is friendship, is community, just to be with people that I can just really relax around because they just accept me for being who I am, pure and simple. 
okay? Okay. I, I understand it, and I definitely feel that because I've been definitely yep. searching for those opportunities. Um, I'm hoping to make a political move in a couple of months, and I don't know, you know, in terms of market forces or even the changes that's coming. I don't want to be anxious about them. You know, yeah. I just want to move forward, but at the same time, not to hurt anyone in that move because I deal with hurt people every day and, you know, I'm just trying to get some guidance on that. But it's just a good time to make a move. Well, again, it, the, the, move, the move you would make with the moon in Aquarius, again, this is the one thing I can certainly see, that right now you need to find, it can be virtual, but also literally, you need to find your communities. You need to be in the right neighborhood with the right people, the right people for you, so your dreams can come right. true. That's what that's, that's what's driving trying, your need that, to move. That is why I'm trying yeah. to move. Of course. So that means far, you just have to find. Don't give me yeah. freedom. Don't give me some freedom. Don't give me some financial mm-hmm. freedom that you know I won't have to be paying for other people's stuff. I. Won't have to right. be surrounded well, again, by people who don't think the same way or live the same way. Right. I mean, we're going to have differences, of course, but you need to find a greater alignment. And that comes from walking out your door, looking left and right at your neighbors and going, these are good people. And going to the corner store or whoever lives around you and whoever you meet up with in your daily life and, and such. It has, to be, it has to be the home. It has to be the community of your fellow people. And that's... What you need to find with that, there could be many places like that, but you need to find that place now or in this time so you can be at peace, mm-hmm. okay? So do that. Okay. Thank okay. you. That was great. You're welcome, Jackie. Good, good to hear from you. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. I don't know how long you've been holding on, caller, but I'm going to give you a shot. Who's this? This is Bill. Hello. Hi, this is Joyce. Uh, who? I didn't hear it. Who? Joyce. Joyce? Okay. Yes. You've had me before. 10 8 42 p.m. Providence, oh, yes, Rhode Island. Yes. yes, I've got you here. Okay, Joyce. How are you? Okay. I'm uh, oh, fair, okay? I live in a community okay. that you're. I understand love, and I understand what's happening. On one side, I live in a senior community. There's people in such dire fear that they won't even stick their heads out. Then the love goes, here, I want you to join my church. I'm really upset because their hatred toward one party is not love in any form. So it's really bothering me. Uh, Obviously, Mm -hmm. I'm a leader. there's mm-hmm. one thing, if I had a question for myself, <clears throat> right. I had a, a, a little problem with one of my breast surgeries, and it was canceled in April, uh, in March because of what right. happened. So I right, wonder right. if there's any safe time to go ahead with it. Uh, it needs to be done. But okay. on the whole, uh, yeah. on the whole mm-hmm. I'm very upset with the attitude of the surrounding neighbors that are either in dire fear or dire hate. 
in, uh, in okay well yeah yeah as I said that's the the great danger right near is fear which can lead to just collapsing or lead to displacing that fear in anger and and violence to other peoples or groups and that's that is a danger right now of course um, you of course we have to accept the primal understanding that the only thing we control is ourself and so I you we will encounter constant tests in this life where we encounter others who are upsetting to us or disturbing to us and we can ask ourselves why is that so and we can understand why that's so but we have we have to maintain our control over ourselves to not let it upset us even though it is upsetting <laughs> otherwise it's like it's like an infection right it's i'm getting thrown off of my calm centered loving space by this thing i've encountered it's out there i just have to reduce my exposure to it seek out and find those who are loving kind considerate and 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 all those qualities and build on that but right now you you're in your chart i mean libras are always very affected by their surroundings their social surroundings especially people they're with but just now in these last many months your progressed moon has gone into the sign of Leo um, over the last month or two, and it's also in your seventh house of relationships. So you are very much more affected now, even than before, by those whom you encounter out there in what I call third space, the space of relationship. But it's an opportunity for you to say, okay, they are what they are, and I will conduct myself as I know I must be. And with the moon in Leo, that means fundamentally now, I will be respectful. I will show them what respect is for me and how I wish to treat with them or not treat with them. If I know they're not going to get it, that's fine. But to everyone else, I'm going to encourage them to have self-respect, to be honorable and respectful towards others by my actions, by my behavior. That's all any of us can do. We can model good things. We can show those acts of kindness and consideration it's up to others to take up that or not. We have no control over that. It can be forced by authorities and what have you, and that's more limiting, yeah. but it's still true. But all you can do is in your daily life right now, uh, just understand, yes, the best in people and the worst in people will be brought out now. Fear does that, of course. <laughs> and so we're living in a, in a time that could be Full of fear, that's one path, or full of love, that's the other path. They're, it's just that simple. And so you need to think loving thoughts, surround yourself with those, enter each space with that. That's your protection. If you encounter not that, you pull away if you realize it's going to remain dark there. That's all you can do. As far as your okay. surgery goes, that is not indicatable or I can't see it indicated by a chart per se, given the obvious constraints of our medical system nope. now until the first wave and crisis passes and we have the medical resources available to deal with. And they'll, they'll, they'll arrange it in a triaging way of who's most critical and needs emergency surgery versus second and third and fourth, whatever level yours is, your doctor stay in touch with your doctor. As soon as they can take care of you, they will, but that depends upon this, this experience we're all going through, and no one knows its exact timing. We have estimates that keep getting framed and reset 
for the time being. But but you but certainly um, I, I would I would imagine you will get treated sooner than later once this first wave or crisis passes. Okay. Okay, Bill. I thank you so much, and I, I just love hearing your program. And all the time, uh, years I've tuned into you. Not thank you, Joyce. Radio, and I, uh, okay. God bless you. Thanks okay. again. Bye bye. Thank, thank you. Bye bye. Okay, let's see. Oh, oh my goodness, we're going to run out of time. Of course. Uh, let's try this caller. Hello, you're on with Bill. Who's this? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Yes, it's Bill. Bill. Yes. yes. Can you hear me? Yes, this I'm is Alex. here. Yes, I can. Alex. Alex, who? Alex, <laughs> you have me in there. Alex Elman. You have me in there. Six twenty sixty eight. Oh, now, now um, I have you in here um, under your full name or under. I mean, are you a client of mine from from before? Yes, you mean? I'm a client. Um, yep, I'm a client. Oh, so under. Okay, and your last name is Elman. You said. Yes, I'm the crazy blind chick. Yep, that's me. Okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm looking. I got to get there. Uh, okay, I, I, June twenty, right? Yep, you got it. Uh, okay, good. I got you. All right. So, <laughs> what can okay. I do for you, Alex? So, first of all. Thank you so much for having these calls. You're awesome. You're wonderful. And please stay safe. Um, <clears throat> so going through some crazy stuff right now, besides the coronavirus, um, seem to be breaking okay. up with my husband, needing to move and breaking up with my father. I'm just wondering, oh. am I going to come out of this? Ever? <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, well, yes, the issue. of course, we know we will come out of it when we're in the midst of something, <laughs> anything. No, that's always the question. When did this begin? When will it end? And that's what astrology can sometimes give right. us an indication too. So let me see what's going on here, given that um, what would be would be a precipitating causes of this. I mean, certainly right now, your progressed moons, and this is going to this show is going to end, but we can keep talking. I think we've got some time. But um, okay, your progressed moons going to the first house. That's the house of self identity, what I call myself, and how I mm-hmm. meet the world head on. And this was a time when you would change what's on your literal or spiritual business card. You will rename yourself. You will be rebrand yourself. You'll represent yourself yep. to the world. Um, and though you were and I'm doing, doing that as well. Little, you know, and, and though you were doing that perhaps for, for all of 18 and 19 in ways that were more dreamy but also confusing at mm-hmm. times because I'm not quite going on here. Um, now I would say that what's, let's see, beginning here in January, everything changed because in January yep. your moon moved into Aries and you became, you weren't turning the cheek anymore. You weren't forgiving anymore. Correct. Not that you don't forgive. You were saying, I yeah, have I to move forward. I have to do this now. I have to assert myself now. Yep. You've become one-minded and you've got to move forward. You've got yep. to do things. But of course you have to do it in loving and kind and considerate ways. But mm-hmm. it's all changed yep. now. And this is a time that you have to reassert yourself. That doesn't mean being mm-hmm. aggressive. It means positive self-reassertion is what you're trying yep. to show and trying to live that yep. out right now. But fundamentally, it's going to shake your world in terms of your security and financial situation. Pluto's going over your Saturn. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be really adaptable in terms of not. how you manage your resources, husband your resources, yep. be smart about allocation and how I could find new resources. That's what this time is for. You're being hit in terms of 
the things in my life that I thought would never change are changing. <laughs> so, yes, so exactly. I have to bend with the, I have to bend, you have to bend with the winds of change now because this, the winds yep. are stronger than your ability to withstand it. Okay. Well, I also, and you're I mean, going to like actually looking Sorry. for, go ahead. Go ahead. You're looking for what? Okay. And I'm also you're to move gonna, in the next two weeks. <laughs> Well, your, your Uranus is going over your moon, so your, your, your home is totally being changed. You're breaking free yep. of an old way of finding security in what is home to me. But it also really is, on a spiritual level, you're breaking your emotional patterning. You're going to break out of yeah. certain old emotional reactions and choose new emotional responses. You're freeing yourself emotionally, but that's going to make you, mm-hmm. put you into a, a, a delicate place where you feel more emotionally vulnerable at times. Because you don't have the safe, secure thing to do or to go to. But it's necessary right. for your spiritual that you free yourself now. This is what you're doing. You're experiencing emotional mm-hmm. freedom. It is going to be very liberating and wonderful. But it does mean you'll feel a little more on edge during this year. Okay? Well, I've been feeling on edge for, I mean, really badly for the past, I'd say, two, three months. And yeah. then, you know, it culminated in actually me ending up in the hospital. Not on the, well, yeah, with uh, rapid heartbeat, tachycardia, and they had to restart my heart on Saturday. I'm like, what the hell is this shit? I don't deal with this. Sorry, let me just well, well, that's that, no, well, that, well, that's okay because that, that, that exactly was it. The energy is building up and your body is showing the energy. It need not show up in the body if we can catch it earlier. And it's just saying this right. is a time for change. I've got to deal with change. I've got to calm myself down, do calming things. And make the positive mm-hmm. concrete changes and not be reactive, but, again, find better responses to meeting my needs and, and the needs of others. That's what it's for. Okay? Okay. So I am moving. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you, that, you're definitely moving. very rapidly? Like, to, like, to, like, I think it's in the next two weeks. Like, I'm moving out of my home. Is that correct? Well, it, it's very possible. I mean, I... I I, I, I would, it, it, these timing of these things, you're in a period where you would see your home change and you may, your attempts mm-hmm. to find security or settle down may require that you stay rather in a more tentative place through this year. You may not be able to settle down permanently until next year. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Let us roll with it. Rent. Okay. Oh, oh I'm okay. rolling. What else am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, Thank that's you. it. <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm a Gemini. I roll. I, I know. Too, I'll tell exactly you privately. <laughs> okay, great, Alex. Please okay, stay be safe. well. You stay safe, too. too. Thank we're, you. we're all learning to do that okay. every day. Okay. All right. Take care. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, everyone who's held on here, it's uh, the show is, is over, and I have to go. I Maybe I should make hour and a half long shows, and I'll think about that, though. I've got to watch my voice, as always. But I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed being here with you. I'll probably do this. I'm going to try to do this every week for the foreseeable future because I think it's important. And I I look forward to hearing from all of you and talking to you next time. Okay? For now, I'll speak to you later. And out there, be safe. Be loving. Everything is going to be fine. We're going to shine now. That's what we're going to do. Okay. Bye.